You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Kelsey. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. So today's episode will be all about how to make dinner not suck, and specifically how to make dinner with kids not suck. We will share some thoughts on how to keep expectations realistic, any tips or tricks to make feeding small humans less annoying, and how this is kind of evolving for us as we move through parenthood. But first, we're going to switch things up a little bit. Yeah, We've decided instead of formal neighborhood news at the end of an episode that we will just use this space right here to tell you about what's happening with us real time Mm -hmm. around our neighborhood, around our lives, what have you. Fact of the matter is, there's not a funny, there's not a whole lot of funny things happening in the neighborhood because it's real hot here. Exactly. So we're going to switch it up, just kind of like what's happening around your neighborhood in your life right now. All right. So when we're recording this, my family is getting ready to go to Austin, Mm -hmm. our first trip to Austin since pre-COVID, and it will also be Maeve's first trip to Austin. So feels big. Mm -hmm. It will be really fun to be there, really fun to have the kids there. And I am also just have been really thinking very intentionally about taking that time off. And, okay. and like mentally preparing for that, yeah. that can be kind of hard for me. I always want to be, you know, moving things forward mm-hmm. in my writing, on the podcast, mm-hmm. things like that. So really intentionally taking time off email, social media, podcast work, blogging, or the obligation I feel to blog. And um, yeah, I just want to be really present with my family, with the people that we are seeing. Um, and when I do have downtime, I want to be reading and relaxing. Yeah, so, that sounds perfect. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. I just returned from a first trip back to Wisconsin since the pandemic. Um, And it was lovely. Mm. All of the Midwest loveliness of the 4th of July. But I have a funny story for you. All right. Um, So first of all, I got a new tattoo, Mm -hmm. which I shared on Instagram. It's to go with my mantra of the year. So if you know, my mantra was my energy is my own. I love it. A reminder to both fuel myself and protect my energy correctly, but also be responsible for the energy that I am bringing into a situation, Mm. especially with parenting. And so I decided that that is a good life motto. And I found a little symbol that represents that for me. And my sister is a tattoo artist. In her spare time from being an ICU nurse. That's a good combo because you know it's going to be sanitary. (laughs) That's right. But also artistic. So anyways, she did that. And then not three days later, I had a reminder about what happens (laughs) when I don't bring my best energy to a situation. So it was 4th of July. I will paint the scene. There's an injury involved. Uh, it was 4th of July. I, you know, it was at that point in the 4th of July party where all of the food is being put out and okay. like me and my sister and sister-in-law kind of headed that whole thing up. So we are, you know, Jeremiah's grilling and we're putting out all the sides and salads mm-hmm. and whatever. And the three littlest cousins, two of which belong to me, uh-huh. come inside and they're asking for candy, like as we're putting okay. out the whole thing. And there was this little icebreakers candy they had in the drawer at my mom and dad's and Julia is opening it up and like, can I just have, I was like, no, go outside. Mm -hmm. The food is almost ready. We're not having candy right now. And I'm like, you can have, and I'm pointing at the candy talking about when they can have it. And she tries to shut my finger in the door. (gasps) This is a smidge rage inducing, all right, especially for a hot button mama like myself. So I sent her upstairs to her. I did stay calm in that moment. Mm -hmm. Sent her. I said, now you may go upstairs Mm -hmm. because she like did oh. it intentionally. She was mad at me about Tried the candy. Tried to like slam the door, yeah. the, the drawer. On my finger. Okay. So I was like, okay, 
go upstairs to your room and I will talk to you about that in a minute. Mm -hmm. So she went upstairs to their little guest room and I finally, when I had a second, was like so mad still about her trying to (laughs) slam my fingers in the door. And I had these like Adidas slides on like the rubbery sandals, you Mm -hmm. know? And my parents have a hardwood floor staircase, so there's no runner or anything. So I'm quickly trying to stomp up the stairs to correct this child who Uh tried to slam her mother's finger in the door. And my toe, I mean, I'm stomping, I'm sweaty, I'm bull ragey, Mm -hmm. and my toe catches a um, stair. And you know when like a rubber, you know, if your rubber chew toe hits something and you just, there's no... Yep. There's no nothing. There's no catching yourself. Mm-hmm. So I have this giant bruise yeah, on my forearm yeah, that do. looks as though I have been thrown down some stairs. It's the size of a fist. That is a good yeah, size. Because I fell so hard oh. with all my weight on my on oh. my forearm and then proceeded to slide back down a couple <laughs> stairs on my shin. So I have a matching one on my shin. And it was a very good reminder to me Oof. to take a deep breath Okay, if I would have not been charging up the stairs like a bull out of the gate I may not have injured myself oh man. but then I got upstairs it was like you know because then you're like well you made me do this right right you know so I had to take a breath and be like nope that was on you actually so wow the tattoo also worked I may be permanently scarred on the other arm I'm not sure if I fractured something oh my god but it was bad so let that be a lesson to me oh my goodness okay Let's start with the dinner thing by just embracing the suck. I love it. What do you think it is that is particularly hard for you about dinner time as a mom? Let's talk about what sucks. Okay. I I have, I think, three things. Okay. So first of all, and this is coming in really in this specific time and season of life for yeah. me, which that right now is the summertime, which includes the boys being home. We have had some camps for them, which have been great, um, but I currently don't have any childcare for Maeve. So I am definitely like on parenting duty in some way with either one or three children like yeah. every day. Yeah. Um, and it's also super hot, which just adds <laughs> just a certain lethar- lethargy mm-hmm. and suckiness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, so very full days and, and not a lot of time to prep because yeah. I think that that is something that I do well during the school year, Yeah, you know, and I, so I just find days are very full so that by the time dinner, it's actually time to make dinner. I am just exhausted. Yeah. I haven't started anything and right. it just all feels very overwhelming. Right. Um, so that's one thing. Um, I think also just in terms of actual dinner time at the end of the day, um, remember the full days, I am just ready to sit, enjoy time with my family, like calmer time and eat just a filling delicious meal. I really look forward to dinner. You know, it's like I've made it through another day, but having an eight, six and one year old means that dinner is not always very (laughs) relaxing. So dinner can actually be at odds to what I'm really craving then. And the last thing is right now, it can be pretty hard to just make one meal and serve it in the same way to all five people. Yeah. The boys are pretty selective and we'll definitely get into that a little bit later. Um, and even Maeve, who is a great eater, she only has eight teeth. So right. you definitely have to at least soften things or chop right. stuff up. Like I can't just like also dish something up to right. her and just We're serve We're still it. in that like tiny food phase. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So, so that is what I'm bringing to dinner. Okay. Okay. Yeah. For me, what is hard is it is, it is often, especially with small kids, this Mm. is getting better for us, but it's kind of the worst time of day for everyone. 
Yes. You know, everybody mm-hmm. is at their tiredest mm-hmm. and most hungry. Mm-hmm. I feel like you even get a second wind after dinner sometimes. Yeah. But at that point, everybody is just Ooh. not at their best. Mm-hmm. You have a little bit of the witching hour going on. Mm-hmm. Um, now for me too, with homeschooling, I'm like, I am a little bit tapped out mm-hmm. and now I have to make you a whole meal. Right. <laughs> so there's that. Um Here's another thing that sucks. Kids don't like good food. Yes. And yes. mine are not even that picky, but there's still a lot of thinking that goes into like, what is something that everybody will eat right. with relatively little complaining? Right, right. Because I'm sorry, it makes me mad when I make mashed potatoes, which are delicious, Oh, and one of my kids won't eat them. Like, I can't not take it personal. Okay. <laughs> mashed potatoes with cream and butter. Yeah. Who would not like this that? This is what I'm saying. Who? My children monsters. the Monsters. They're oh, little I think, monsters. I think Maeve would like them. My boys, I'm yeah. just like, what? It's like infuriating it is so in- to me. I'm getting worked up about yeah. it right now. So kids not liking good food makes dinner suck. Yep. Something that, here's the other thing is like when you are managing small children, especially, again, this is getting better for us, but mm. even if they're doing a great job at the table, there's a lot of like teaching and logistics, like you said, the cutting yes, up of food for kids, right. all of that. Right. So something that used to be like a relaxing connecting point, yes. maybe for you and your spouse after the, the long work day is now like very logistical. It's very active. Very, yeah. Very much like a teaching moment, which I think is worth it to yeah. put that time in to teach them how to eat at the table like humans, but, but it's, it's not work. fun yeah. in the meantime. Right. Yeah. So And I will say, it's paying off already for me. Uh We are definitely coming out of some of that, but just acknowledging, remembering, being in that space with tiny children Mm -hmm. is, Mm -hmm. it's a lot. It's a lot. Okay. Do you have any mealtime rules for your kids that work for your family? We do have some kind of rules and structure and pretty good about following this, um, or at least trying trying to keep everyone in line. And I, and I do think it helps a few things, um, we all eat together at the table, no toys or screens at the table. Mm-hmm. Screens, not an issue. Chris and I are good, but there is reminders about no toys at the table. Mm-hmm. Good manners, which include for us specifically using a napkin. Do not talk with your mouth full. Only a reasonable amount of silliness, mm-hmm. which that one mm-hmm. is tricky and that one Teaching is... Teaching that self-control Yes, kind of exactly. Thing. And that's for us to giving a little, yeah. knowing what they need to be like at dinner, but right. then also like, okay, well, you don't get to dominate. It's not just the Dash and Cedric show. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then last one, surprisingly applicable, no going under the table at dinner. Please yeah. stay above the table. Why, why that needs to be a rule <laughs> is part of why dinner sucks with kids. But I have to bring it up at least a few times a week. (laughs) Also for us, another rule, you do need to try everything on your plate, but you don't have to eat everything Mm -hmm. on your plate. Mm -hmm. Um, We do try to be pretty neutral about whether they like something or not. I mean, if they try something and don't like it, we just say, okay, thanks for trying that. Except for mashed potatoes, which is, you'll see some steam coming out of our mouth. Then I will bring some side eye. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But generally we're we're trying to foster... um, you know, trying, trying new foods, but not putting the pressure on having to eat things. Mm -hmm. Um, for any dishes that we serve family style, we say, and this was a phrase that Chris brought and I think had heard somewhere, take what you want, but eat what you take. Yep. And so we say that a lot. And finally, what we serve is dinner. The kitchen is closed afterwards. Yeah. And we are pretty firm about that. Same. Okay. Yeah. Mine are very similar. Um, we always thank the person who made it or picked it up. Oh, I love that. And 
this is so cute because it's now just a habit that mm-hmm. the girls are like really good. I don't have to remind them oh, anymore. And yeah. in fact, they're better about it than we are. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, thanks honey for grilling right. that. They are just so cute with this. Even traveling, they, they think whoever, they'll oh. ask like, who made dinner? Thank wow. you so much. Oh, they just really that. have ingrained. And that's been something we've been doing since they were tiny mm-hmm. that I feel like it really has become a habit for them. Um, we clear our own places. And Ooh, again, yes. since mm-hmm. they were little, they were taking yep, their little plastic too. dishes to the sink. Mm-hmm. Um, we eat with good manners, for which for us means sitting. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not under, not next to the yep. table. Sitting down at the table. Um, no, like, throwing or yelling or playing with food. And, right. and honestly, this obvi- this is really not an issue for us mm-hmm. at all anymore. But when they were little, I would just say, okay, I guess we're all done. Exactly. And I would give one warning. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was the most effective way. So if you are Agree. in the toddler zone, my advice to you is just like, okay, we're just done. Yep. And it's not punitive. It's just that kids' attention spans are only so long and mm-hmm. behavior will continue to devolve. Right. Yes. They're not going to starve. That's like, so it, true. You know, it mm-hmm. just really is like, okay. This is how you teach this. It's just mm-hmm. like if you are hitting your brother, I remove you from your brother. Same right. kind of thing mm-hmm. when they're toddlers. Yep. That's been very effective for us as well. Um, try everything with us too. Don't need to eat everything on your plate, but also this is it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing mm-hmm. There's nothing else. And if dessert is served, mm-hmm. we're not eating d- dessert before we've finished what's on our plate just mm-hmm. in terms of like – and I'll make an exception if it's like a brand new food that I know that they – Mm-hmm. you know, like, okay, I'm just proud of you for trying it. Right. That's fine. But it's, it's not like, I'm just going to hardly eat any of my dinner and, oh, you made right. cake tonight. Like that's just not right. how it works. Yeah. So we, we've had some of that too. And it's, and it's tricky because you don't want to, I know I'm very aware of not putting the pressure on them to eat, mm-hmm. but I do feel like as my kids are getting older, I'm kind of knowing their personality yeah. and I really do notice it's like when they know there's a dessert coming up two bites I'm done. Yep. And then I don't know. So, so that is, that can be kind of tricky, but that yeah. has been something we've had to deal with at our house too. Yeah. That's where it's like, okay, well, I, I, it's just, I try to put dessert in the same category as other food. Mm-hmm. Like you're not having any more bread either before mm-hmm. you eat your broccoli. It's mm-hmm. just what's on your plate is what's on your plate. Right. And, and yeah, letting them choose what goes on their plate more mm-hmm. often. But yeah, it's a tricky, mm-hmm. it's a tricky thing to mm-hmm. navigate. You got to kind of know your kid. Yeah. Um, yeah, so those are our rules. Okay. And I will say, honestly, other than me not feeling like making dinner, mm-hmm. dinner at, at now eight and nine is very pleasant. Oh, that's great to hear. Hear, we, hear that everybody. It really, it really does get better. It's worth the work that you put in with those little years, even though it feels like mm-hmm. it's easier to embrace the chaos sometimes, mm-hmm. um, in which it is certain nights, sure. but to really put in that work of like insisting on good manners at the table, it makes it enjoyable Mm-hmm. sooner, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. than just like family meal chaos every mm-hmm. single night. Okay. Any little tips or tricks otherwise logistically to make dinner easier that you've picked up along the way? What I have realized that really helps me is really good preparation. Mm-hmm. While there are some dynamics um, that happen like at the table, I think what is more stressful for me, especially just right now, like I talked about, just kind of not being in the mood to cook dinner is just like all the effort that goes into getting it on the table and what we're going to eat. So this episode has actually been so helpful in getting me to reflect on that. So some things that really help me are doing dinner prep during the day Mm -hmm. so that actually cooking dinner is made as 
easy as possible. Yeah. And this is actually something I love planning ahead. And it's doing such a those. high five to your future yes, self. If you have everything exactly. chopped up. And, I just love that mm-hmm. so much. And so when I have a little bit more bandwidth, um, which I haven't been having lately, but I love doing stuff like that, chopping up vegetables, storing them in a Tupperware mm-hmm. in the fridge, um, gathering like pantry items that we'll need for dinner and putting them together on the counter, mm-hmm. maybe even getting out like the, the measuring cups and things yeah. like that. Sometimes if I'm super on top of it, I'll even, you know, measure out spices and stuff yeah, and put like them a in a little bowl. <laughs> um, even it, it sounds so silly, but getting out the pots, pans and yes. cutting board that yes. literally takes like two seconds, but just already having it there, there's mm-hmm. just, it feels like there's already some momentum, Yep, you know? Totally. And so I will find myself like, if I can do anything like that, just the little, littlest bits, um, really help. So, um, also making a menu plan for the week with Chris, I am someone I like to have meals planned out. I, I like to know what we're going to be having. So that works for me. Um, but making a menu plan with Chris, that way we can take into account any like evening commitment. So we make sure to do easy dinners for that night. And I think it helps too. I have sometimes sort of resisted against my boy's selective eating. Mm -hmm. And I think what really helps is if I'm able to plan ahead, like planning out what will be on our plates and then on the boys' plates. Mm -hmm. Because what can happen is if we're making something for dinner and then at the last minute, it's like, well, oh crap, what are the boys going to eat? It turns out they're they're probably not going to eat any of this, Mm -hmm. which will always serve them some. But it's like that situation where you know they're going to not like anything and then right. be complaining and all of that. Um, so if I can think ahead and say, okay, well, we're going to do like tofu and baked vegetables. So we can put some of that on their plate, but then let's make sure there's, we're also making whole wheat pasta right. and also putting that on the side. Right. So it's kind of like, I, I try to get in that space where I'm not planning two separate meals, yeah. but I often do have Finding to plan that, that extra thing mm-hmm. for them. Um, which takes a little bit extra effort, but if I have it planned, yeah. that just really yeah. helps me. So I'm not thinking of it like last minute mm-hmm. like that. Um, and then I guess finally, kind of to that point, trying to make sure there are at least two things on the boys' plates or on the table that we know that they will yeah. like, or at least have liked in the past yeah. because taste change. Uh-huh. Um just like every day is a new day in terms of what they don't like. And I feel like, honestly, I feel like lately they've been dropping foods and I'm just like, well, I you feel should like be we're going up backwards. What <laughs> totally. is happening? So anyway, those are, those are some things that do kind of help. Yeah. Agreed. Um, yeah, I love that concept too, of just getting, even if it is the pots and pans, I think I got that from lazy genius mm. too. She has tons of great dinner tips she by the great. way. Oh, and she's um, coming out with a book yes, all about dinner. Yes. She so is like, dinner is where she shines, mm-hmm. it, making it doable. Yes. Um, but yeah, even just getting like, you know, the things together in one place out of the pantry, like the different things to make the sauce instead of digging through while you have a child tugging at yes. you, it just is really helpful. Yes. Um, and I think the question she asks herself all the time is, what can I do now to make dinner easier later? I love that. Like anything, no matter mm-hmm. what it is, what can I do? Um, this is something that has helped me not get ragey about mashed okay. potatoes, for Tell instance. Us. Teaching kids that their go-to response if they try something, this also really helps for being out in public mm. and not offending uh-huh. you know, guests or if we're guests somewhere. Teaching them to just say, it's not my favorite. Mm. Okay. Instead of, I don't like yes. this, this is disgusting. Right. It just really helps to, 
hear that go-to phrase of like, okay, that actually is a polite way of saying Mm -hmm. if someone were to ask you if you liked that thing Mm -hmm. and it just make sure to like, let them know, like, it's not okay to be rude. Mm -hmm. And that is rude to say Mm -hmm. it's disgusting if somebody makes you food. It's okay to share your preference, but in a kind way. And now we're even moving into like, Okay, but you can also just not say anything at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're old right. enough now to understand. There's Maybe also that. if there's not something kind, you can you can mm-hmm. choose from those two things. Yes. And they really I've seen them do it, you know, even when we're out and about and it's really it's good. I feel like they have good manners around that. Let me add a little point to that that I've had some conversations with my boys mm-hmm. lately. I'm I am also trying to socialize this idea that when you first taste something new, mm-hmm. it's going to taste different. Yep. And and that is a different thing than not liking something. Right. And I'm trying to like explain to them because they're just so, honestly, I can't remember the last new thing they tried yeah. and that they liked. Yeah. Despite giving they're them lots of new things. to the new things. Right. Exactly. So we're, I'm really trying to socialize that idea. Sometimes it's going to take you a couple bites mm-hmm. and anyway, and sometimes I will ask them like to try a new thing. And instead of telling me whether they like it or not to like, what are you taste? Like, what is the texture? Mm, like, anyway, good. those are some things I'm trying, not, not always to success, but yeah. I'm trying. No. And I like that as they get older, they can understand, like there is a difference between being unfamiliar with something right. and hating something exactly. Yes, <laughs> in life in general. It's a good right. lesson. Um, dinner. The other thing that has helped me since the kids were little and it still helps is dinner prep time is TV time for kids. Mm, That's a great one. I would love to be the mom that has a dinner helper every night and help, you know, but Mm -hmm. it's just not my best time. Yeah. I find like maybe cooking with them on the weekends or something is better, but I just want to get dinner done on the table. It's also a good time for me to like put on an audio book or Mm -hmm. something or a podcast. Mm -hmm. So dinner prep has almost always been TV time for kids because I know they're safe. I know they will, it will hold their attention and I will save it till that time of day on purpose. Um, also we have a dinner bell, like an old school Mm, dinner bell. I want one. That's so cute. I just think this is, it's, I was so sick of hearing my own voice holler up the (laughs) stairs. The dinner was ready. It just felt like such like a yucky mom thing to do. And now they just know the dinner bell means that you also clean up what you're doing. If you're not, you know, watching TV, you turn off the TV, Mm -hmm. you come down and they kind of come down and they know they have to get their drink all set. They need to help set the table if there's things to bring out. So it's just kind of like this signal to all of us. And And instead of you having to say all that, just that When you hear the dinner bell, here are are the set of things that happen. I love that. And now we're just in that habit. Um, another thing that I've picked up from the lazy genius is plan your hot dogs Mm. plan. And what she means by that Mm -hmm. is like plan those nights into your meal plan that are just leftovers or random hot dogs on the grill or chicken nuggets, Mm -hmm. like put them on the plan. It's legitimate. You don't have to feel guilty about it. That is dinner. And, and actually, like you said, I have, we've kind of developed this Sunday night habit of having like a schedule for the week slash mm-hmm. meal plan talk mm-hmm. because it, they do, they go hand in hand. Yep. If you have a late night commitment, then it's a chicken nugget night yep. and then nobody feels bad about it. Mm-hmm. So it just really, really helps. And can I say too, um, kind of to that point, what has worked so well for me, we do breakfast for dinner yeah. once a week and oh, it's yeah. always the day before we go grocery shopping mm. because we usually always have either eggs yeah eggs around or the makings for pancakes mm-hmm. you know we can just always put Cereal, together even if it's exactly really, mm-hmm. exactly always a breakfast for dinner and so that just so helps when I sit down to make the 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 meal plan right away breakfast for yeah. dinner that's already one taken care of yeah and so I kind of like that 
templatizing yes. dinner. We also mm-hmm. have a carryout night mm-hmm. every like Friday. We know unless, you know, there's something different going on and then yep. we'll make it a different weekend night, but that is always like a go-to mm-hmm. and so just helpful. Okay. Where could you use some help when it comes to mealtime currently? Okay. Like where your kids are currently at. Let's troubleshoot. Okay. I feel like I have two things and I was brainstorming some potential solutions <laughs> and I would love, I would love okay. to have your help on okay. this too. So first of all, getting the boys to try and like new foods. Now I only have control over one of those things. Yes. So I will, <laughs> I will acknowledge that. Um, but gosh, it would be so exciting if they would like some mm-hmm. more foods. Um, and then my second one is simplifying, creating a weekly menu plan. It has just felt like drudgery lately. Yeah. It just feels like a lot of work and mental gymnastics to plan a menu that both satisfies the food that I want to eat for dinner mm-hmm. and that also the boys will eat, which I kind of, you know, have, have mentioned, um, things like I'm really craving enchiladas. Let's have enchiladas. And then, but what will the boys eat? That's yeah. not just a totally, you know, some meals just don't lend themselves right, to right. like a, a little separate version of right. it. And that, that feels frustrating to me. Um, honestly, I think that I kind of let the boys picky eating dampen my enjoyment of like uh-huh. planning and making dinner. And uh-huh. th- that might just be the season of life that I'm in, but I do just find myself like, Oh, like I love to look at recipes yeah. and all of these things. So I think it's, it's both their selectiveness. And then it's also just, I, I would love to be cooking more recipes and whatnot, but honestly, I'm too exhausted. Yeah. Like even yeah. if the boys were enjoying that, I probably am a little right. too exhausted. Right. Um, so I think that it's like the, what I expect dinner to be, I have a hard time matching that to mm-hmm. reality. And, and then, and then feeling disappointed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Even though I feel like this has been going on for a long time, this feels like this continual thing in my life that I like have not been able to fully like address or figure out. Mm-hmm. So, um, here are some solutions that I have brainstormed and then, and then let's talk about okay. any of your ideas. So, I have been thinking, I think we probably need something like 10 very simple dinners to just put in rotation. Yeah, a that, Yes, that work for everyone um, instead of me creating a menu from scratch every week. This is so yeah. funny because I am so great at planning yeah. lists. You would just think that I that this would just be where I shone. Yeah. And for some reason... Your aspiration, it sounds like your aspirational creativity yeah. maybe gets in the way of that. Like that feels too regimented. Right. Maybe so. But, uh, yeah. but leaving yourself room, you can always throw in, if you really get the gumption, you yeah. had childcare all day, right. you feel like I am just going to make this mm-hmm. and I will make rice for the boys mm-hmm. or whatever. Like you could still always do that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, I think I need to more plan for that. And mm-hmm. I, I think I'm more instead of letting that be the exception and, and let it just come up naturally and then I'll go with it, I'm always wanting to like plan that in. And right. then either like, I just don't feel like cooking that meal because right. no one's going to appreciate it or right. I'm exhausted or whatever. So, so yeah, I think we need to just plan those meals because really there are, you know, a select few meals that we can make that satisfy everyone, but then also come up with those other meals. Kind of like I mentioned, well, like Chris and I want to have this, but if we just standardize, add mm-hmm. the pasta with it, then that satisfies everyone, yeah. you know? So yeah. I think we need to do that. I feel like that would give you that 
the disappointing part of cooking dinner, that creative side of you and that really thoughtful side about food, it Mm -hmm. gives you, if you just put the rest of that on autopilot, Mm -hmm. it gives you maybe that freedom then when you're actually feeling Mm -hmm. creative and you can even be like, okay, well we did plan hot dogs for the kids. And so I can go ahead and make this for us. Yeah. You know, whatever. Right. I think, I think so. Um, you know, and I've thought too, like maybe I need to channel, that wanting to try something new, maybe it needs to be like around snacks. Yeah. I could like find a new snack muffin, Yeah, you know, something like that. Whereas like, yeah, put the dinner on autopilot and just easy Mm -hmm. and then channel that in like in in a totally different way. Mm -hmm. So that's something. Um, Also, and I have been getting better at this. I need to ask Chris to cook more often. Yeah. Because I am just, yeah, not feeling it lately. Yeah. Um, Previously, I think I've just really enjoyed cooking dinner and being in control of dinner, which, yes. which I acknowledge, like Chris has been willing <laughs> right. to cook dinner, right. but we had a conversation about recently. He was like, oh, I would be totally willing to do it more, but I just, I know you like to do things your way. Right, right. So <laughs> you're so, kind of shooting yourself yes, in the foot with so that So I one. wanted to let you lead, but I, it's like you get to the point where you're like, oh, I'm ready to relinquish control. Yes. I'm okay with that. Yes. Um, so anyway, we have been trying to talk more like coordinating dinner and um, anyway, and just like me able to step back and see Chris does a great job yeah. and then I'm yeah. eating dinner. I love that. And that's great. I love that. So. And I, I mean, I'm going to sing it from the rooftops again. My instant solution or mm-hmm. one of my instant solutions was having that as a designated night. That's right. The dad dinner on night. On the calendar. That you're in charge or two nights, whatever it is mm-hmm. that like, you know, mm-hmm. because it is not helpful. Mm-hmm. And I agree to have all the dinners planned and know you know, what, and then he comes in like, oh, I was going to make this. And you either are missing some ingredients or you needed that ingredient for another meal. Right. That's not helpful. But like planning kind of on Sundays, we talk about like, okay, what do you want to make for dad dinner? I'm mm-hmm. making the grocery list mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he's like, oh, I might get carry out or, you know, right. whatever it is. And that's fine. But to have that planned makes yes. it actually helpful. Otherwise... Yes it becomes a source of contention. Right. Exactly. If it's something that kind of messes up Mm -hmm. an expectation that you had, then you could feel frustrated and instead plan it and And be like, like, I'm off duty tonight. Exactly. I don't even have to think about dinner. I want to work towards that. That is like such a genius, beautiful thing. And that is just, it is one of your superpowers, like staking out. (laughs) I will will put a boundary around anything. (laughs) Yes. And just, I, and seeing like what you need and really creating the solution that really addresses that. Yeah. I, I just really love that. So anyway, I want to work towards that. I have had a couple of times where I've scheduled an evening phone date with a friend. Yeah. And so I've just said, okay, Chris, I'm, Unavailable. I'm like totally off. Mm-hmm. And I've even like gone out to run an errand or get some takeout or something for myself. And then what's beautiful that I can do, I can park in my garage, then I can walk around into the backyard yes. straight to the studio oh, yes. and see no one. This is beautiful. <laughs> I mean, I put on a sound machine. I want mm-hmm. to hear nobody. Right. Yes. And the girls will come in to say goodnight and they'll be like, are you tired? Are you going to bed? I'm like, nope, just didn't want to hear your voice actually. <laughs> just <laughs> don't say that out loud, but that's how I feel. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, those would be my suggestions. Okay. Also in terms of trying new food, okay. and I don't know if this Help helps me. or not. Help me. Are your boys into dips, like Ugh. ketchup sauces? Because mine are. Sometimes. Okay. And this could be something that I need to remember. It's like one of those things where it's a meal that I would never put it with ketchup, yeah. but I should just the ketchup yeah. should just come to the table yep. every night no matter what we we're discovered having, with julia if you put barbecue sauce on pretty much anything then she will go eat it for it which okay. i think is abhorrent on certain foods but oh. she 
that was like the key to yeah. her because she wasn't a huge ketchup kid. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I mean, what are you going to dip this in? Right. But she loves a barbecue sauce. She okay. will put it on anything. Okay. So, All right. So give the that dips. A whirl. Mm-hmm. All right. I need, I need to put that into rotation. Also, my boys now at their ages at eight and six, I have just had some conversations with them. Yeah. Like, in our family, yeah. we're going to try new things, yep. you know, because I do think they kind of get stuck in those kind of habits, yes. like taste something. Oh, I don't like it. Yes. And those conversations, like I said, that it might just be that it's unfamiliar mm-hmm. or think about the, you know, like the flavors, the texture. And um, yeah, where I, I just have felt like, okay, we're moving into an age where I think we can take it up a level. You yeah. Still we're not to just like toddler, stuff. like mm-hmm. self-feeding, that kind of yes. thing. Yeah. I, I will say that too. Yeah. I've definitely just been like, well, this is Tonight, this is a must eat. Mm-hmm. It's broccoli. I know it's not your favorite, mm-hmm. but you eat it just fine. Right. And I don't love to eat broccoli either. I'd rather have French fries. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we eat things that are healthy for us just mm-hmm. because they don't, ha- they don't have to be. It's that normalizing, like not everything has to be your favorite to right. eat it or even like enjoy things about it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like they just get so, yeah, this is not my pizza tacos, right. you know, whatever. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So those are my thoughts. Okay. I appreciate it. Well, like, just, it sounds just, like you have some good solutions just reflecting there too. on this has been really helpful. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Let's hear. Okay. So what for me, I, like I said, the dinner time, the actual act of eating dinner is much better lately. For me, it's the switch of life where I felt like, um, you know, when they were in public school all day and everyone was working, you know, Jeremiah was working outside of the right. home. It was this reconnection point gotcha. that felt really good and worth putting the energy mm-hmm. into. Well, now we literally are sometimes eating all three meals together every day. Oh my gosh. And that's lovely, but also dinner, dinner just does not feel the same. Mm -hmm. I don't have the same motivation for dinner. Yeah. Um, Just wanting to cook and try some new recipes has been like one of those things too, where I miss that, but also not like I don't have the energy for it. So it's this constant kind of disappointment. Exactly. Um, And then you put like this time of year Mm -hmm. where it's crazy hot combined with being stuck at home for as long as we were. And Mm. just, it's just kind of sucked a lot of the joy out of the kitchen for me lately. And I think that my solutions are twofold. Number one, to be okay with that. I love that. That dinner can be more casual or grab your own now as the kids are older. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's cereal. Sometimes it's, you know, make your own sandwich, whatever. Mm -hmm. Also to try to find some specific, a couple of vegetarian recipes in particular that aren't just like, what I used to make without meat. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Something that I truly find easy and delicious, but mm-hmm. it's going to require maybe I try out a new one each week. Because mm-hmm. um, that's another thing where I'll feel kind of just this, okay, Jeremiah's making something on the grill. Gotcha. But there's, what am I going to eat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's not really like a great alternative, but I don't want to make a whole separate yes. meal. And so getting in that groove with the vegetarianism yeah. is is another part of the issue. Mm-hmm. Um so those are kind of my two solutions is number one, being okay, especially through the summer yes, with I this agree. kind of dinner energy and knowing that always in the fall it, it, it returns. Yes. Oh my gosh. I <laughs> have know? been just like daydreaming and reminding myself that yes, in the fall there will, the boys will be at school. Maeve 
is going to start some childcare. It will be cooler. Mm-hmm. I'll be making my instant pot soups. Soup. This is the thing. Ugh. So easy to make vegetarian soups. Yes. Not as easy to make vegetarian grilled food. Right. You know? Exactly. So, yes. so I think we just got to hang on yes, till it I cools agree. off. I think that is, that's I a agree. great, that's a great point. But I also think too, the planning for me is key. Like if I mm-hmm. am doing my consistent plan grocery shop on like Thursday, Friday, going mm-hmm. into the weekend, yeah, I feel like we're not just like ad hoc doing dinner right. in an annoying way the rest of the week, even mm-hmm. if it is plan your hot dogs. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Do you have any other solutions for me on the finding simple vegetarian recipe <sighs> front yeah, that I, kids I, also I, like? I know. That, that is full tricky. Of <laughs> <laughs> I do. I think that is just going to be a kind of a, a trial and mm-hmm. a trial and error, but it probably is like you said, you're not having a ton of energy to try new things. And so you need to not put too much pressure on yourself. Like maybe even right now through the summer, it's maybe just collecting ideas and maybe you don't even have to try them yet. That's so true. And then when you have your energy in the fall, then maybe Mm -hmm. you start trying a new recipe every couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. I like that. Like when that creativity kind of, Mm -hmm. kind of like your thing about saving the new recipe thing for a creative fun project instead of trying to plan it every week. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Okay. It gets better friends. This is the other thing. It gets so much better. I know you're back into toddlerhood again, but really like you won't just have food all over your floor forever. No, you won't. And I mean, even, even with the silliness and the going under the table at dinner, I'm just, I'm just remembering, and I know we've talked about it on the podcast. We used to essentially just eat dinner. Chris and I standing up feet, like holding a baby, feeding a toddler in the high chair in the kitchen. And it was like my dream to have our family sitting around the table. Totally. And we are like, we're doing that, you you know, different levels of sitting sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So you get there and you are just like a good reminder with your girls a little bit older that like just those incremental, like Mm -hmm. every year. You know, Mm -hmm. I just, I do, I dream about one day, like cooking a great meal, my children all eat it, appreciate. This is my favorite. Like we're, yeah, we're starting to get to that point. Finally. I remember when they were little thinking like, when does the thing happen where like they have some favorites that I yes. make? Like, and you're like, Exce- my pasta oh, I'm, dish. I'm going to make what- this for Cedric yeah. or whatever. And now they are getting there where oh, they're like, this that. is my favorite thing you make. Or I this love is. That. So it's like, okay, they mm-hmm. do appreciate good food yeah. eventually. You'll get there. You'll get <laughs> in, there. In bits and pieces. Right. I'm thinking at least by the time mine are teenagers, they'll just be so hungry. Yeah. They'll just eat whatever I put <laughs> in totally front of them. True. So if I just hold out till they're like 15. Yes. <laughs> I think that they will just devour. You won't be able to keep, <laughs> you know, so. ingredients in your house. I think so. It does get easier. <laughs> okay. How about current obsessions? What are you obsessed with lately? Okay. This goes along with planning for my Austin trip. Um, just taking all of us to Austin, especially just taking Maeve, like a toddler and the toddler sleep and the way her sleep is gone. Yes. I'm just like very aware and wanting to be planning for this. So I have been obsessed with ordering things and having them shipped to Austin. This I is mean, genius. My mother has been receiving so many packages for <laughs> We're me. We're coming in hot. Thank you, We're mom. I'm getting hot. notifications all the time about deliveries, not getting delivered to my this door. This is awesome. I'm like, mom, yep, that package has arrived. So I went ahead and had a box of diapers and wipes yeah. shipped. Genius. Genius. Um, the house, the like guest house where Chris and I stay, um, usually we're like packing um, a baby's white noise machine just went ahead and had yep. two shipped there. Yep. Um, I, 
I was nervous about like her sleeping situation. They have a pack and play, but you know, pack and play mat. It's not, can we even call that a mattress? I know the, the, the cardboard, <laughs> like particle board. Of yes, them. exactly. <laughs> I was like very, you know, if she's like up a lot at night, I'm going to be stressed that, well, maybe she's uncomfortable. Went ahead and had a super thick pack and play mattress I love arriving. It. Blackout curtains are arriving. I love it. So anyway, that's just making me feel like, okay, I, at least I've done what I can. I'm yeah. preparing as best as possible. Yeah. And then when I get there, I'm ready to go with the flow. Yeah. So I love this. This <laughs> is genius. I, I have done something similar, or at least like we, we forgot one of our sound machines at mm. Nana and Opa's house. So it mm-hmm. would be there for us right. when we got back. Yes. It's just so nice to not have to pack all of that. Yeah, it really is. And my parents' house is just somewhere that I go so frequently. Yeah. So I've really started to think about what can I just have live there? I was even thinking recently, I usually like to work out there. I can go to a really nearby Orange Theory. And lately I'm like, I think I just want a pair of running shoes to live there. Yeah. So anyway, I'm yeah. kind of excited thinking about all these things that I'll just like secret away yes. at their house. And then I can bring less with me when I travel. This is genius. I, I think I need to employ this for um, like winter gear in Wisconsin yes. too. Oh, totally. Because that is the stuff that takes up so oh, much room to pack. Like, can yeah. we just keep boots and yes. coats at least mm-hmm. there? Yeah. I love this. Yeah. Could probably do one of those like vacuum sealed bags. So you yeah. can just like stick it under a bed somewhere. <laughs> yep. Just pull that out when I you love get it. there. Um, so mine is packing related also. Oh, I love it. Uh, and again, inspired by our trip back to Wisconsin. So I am loving now packing cubes. Do you have packing cubes in your life? Yes. And I've, I've been wanting to reassess the sizes that I have. Tell me what you're loving. So I have a different set for each person in the family. Oh, And let me just tell you, tell me this made packing and the girls like getting ready, Mm -hmm. you know, because you pack the things and some thoughtful outfits that they could Mm -hmm. wear, especially if you have, you know, we had a holiday in there. But then they like pick out their first outfit and everything is everywhere. Exactly. Instantly disorganized. So, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. So they each had their own color of packing cubes. Oh, genius. And we packed them up together. So they saw like, okay, your outfits are in here and they're like right. file folded nice. together mm-hmm. with the underwear inside mm-hmm. of there. So here is oh, your whole outfit. A little outfit packet. A little outfit envelope. <laughs> I love that. And then, you know, their pajamas were in a different one. Wow. Their, you know, swimsuit stuff was mm-hmm. in a different one. And I had done this when they were really little. Mm-hmm. I used, and we had to like help them get dressed yeah. and whatever. I used to put everything they would need for an outfit in one Ziploc bag. Oh. So like literally the hair bows that went with it, oh, everything. so great. That way I could just like throw it at Jeremiah exactly. or my mom to help get, <laughs> get them, them dressed. dressed. I yeah. love that. But now they're, they're doing pretty good at yeah. packing themselves and whatever. So then they could share a suitcase, mm-hmm. but they weren't worried about whose underwear was whose yep. and whatever. It was just all in their own color. And I told Genius. them, you take that little yep. cube out, you get out what you need, you zip it back up and you put it back in the bag. Oh. And they stayed so much more organized. It was so easy to pack. And for some reason, the packing cubes just make, like they're just an efficient use of space because yes. they kind of like compress yes. everything nicely. Mm-hmm. And it makes that, yeah, it makes that sharing of a suitcase so much easier. So I... I cannot recommend them highly enough. We can link to the ones I have. Yes, please. They do. were in a few different patterns and colors, but I am, I'm actually forcing Jeremiah to get some. Nice, because I'm like, no, then me and you can share right. easily too, and not be like, why is my sweatshirt on That's your right. side? You oh, know, I love it so much. Um, yeah, this. So this trip, I feel like I have been very focused on like the planning ahead and just like my whole packing routine leading up to the trip. And I've already thought it's like my next trip and my next sort of thing to think about is I want to increase my packing efficiency. Mm -hmm. So like I said, I think I have three packing cubes, like kind of different sizes, Mm -hmm. but 
I want to get more. So yeah. I'm very excited about it this. It really, it helps. Packing for like a whole family. It's a big is undertaking. no joke. Holy like, cow. Even when they're a little bit older, it's like, okay, but I, and one of those things that usually falls on moms, cause mm-hmm. we care more mm-hmm. <laughs> what kind of clothes they're bringing when they go camping with Jeremiah. I'm like, whatever, <laughs> put whatever in. If, if he's with you and you look homeless, that's on him. So, <laughs> but yeah, highly recommend. All right. I love that. Okay. I think that's all we have. Thank you so much for listening. As always, we would love to hear all your dinner tips and tricks. This is one of those things that I feel like those little things that mm-hmm. you just didn't think of before yes. with in, especially in those toddler preschool years really, really helped. Yes. So let us know. Let's continue the chat over on Instagram. We're high girls next door. You can find our girl next door podcast page on Facebook. You can also always send us an email at high girls next door at gmail.com. And find the show notes for this episode in your podcast player and on our website, girlnextdoorpodcast.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. Hello, hello. Hi. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) Greetings. Okay. There's some horns in that song I like. I like a I like a horn and a whistle in a song. I like I like a well placed whistle. I like that you have a preference for that. (laughs) I like that.